moments, my beloved, the lights will be turned off, a single flame will begin to break through the darkness, and then slowly, slowly, that gentle light will become brighter and brighter, warmer and warmer, spreading from one believer to the next, until the darkness has been transformed utterly into light, night into day. We will sing the expected hymn, Come receive the light from the light that is never overtaken by night, and glorify Christ who is risen from the dead. This richly symbolic ritual, so familiar and so anticipated, tells us so many things. It tells us that God is light, and in him there is no darkness. It tells us that light dispels and conquers, overcomes the darkness. It tells us that the radiant Christ descended into the nether world, illuminating that dreary place. It tells us that from a dark tomb, light bursts forth. It tells us that the kingdom to come, the one we so eagerly expect, will be one eternal and everlasting day where the light will never set and there will be no more night. But it also tells us something further. The prophet Isaiah, inspired by the Spirit of God, spoke these words about the church. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. And so, the light we pass on to one another tonight also tells us, according to the prophecy of Isaiah, that on account of that light and that joy that we have in Christ, the Gentiles, the unbelievers, shall come and be attracted to that very light. This is a reminder to us that, as Jesus told, told us, we are the light of the world, and we are called to bear the good news of the resurrection to all people, to all nations, to every single human being. The spreading light of this Paschal Vigil tonight represents the message of Christ risen from the dead, of which message every single one of us is a bearer. Allow me to share with you a brief conversation that took place just in the previous century between St. Siloan of Mount Athos and a fellow monk of his. The monk declared to Father Siloan, God will punish all atheists. They will burn in everlasting fire. Obviously upset, Elder Siloan said to him, Tell me, supposing you went to paradise, 
and there you looked down and saw somebody burning in hellfire, would you feel happy? It can't be helped. It would be their own fault, responded the monk. Saint Siloan answered him with a sorrowful countenance. Love could not bear that. Love could not bear that, my brothers and sisters, and love cannot bear the thought of anyone not knowing Christ and his inexpressible gift of salvation and eternal life. Love cannot bear the thought of one soul being lost. Love cannot bear to see so many in darkness with no hope. Love cannot bear the thought of even a single person estranged from the light of Christ and his divine, all-encompassing love. Isaiah said that although darkness, gloom, and hopelessness might cover the entire earth, nevertheless, the resurrected Christ will shine his glory on his church and its people so that the Gentiles shall come to that light. Shine, shine, O new Jerusalem, for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Let us shine, then, brethren. Let us radiate and spread the joy of the message of immortality and everlasting life in God's kingdom. Let us receive the light of Christ and take it beyond these walls. For love cannot bear to do anything but share the greatest news the world has ever received. That Christ has destroyed the last and arch enemy of humanity, death, and offers something unimaginable, incomprehensible to anyone and to everyone desiring to receive his light and enter into his church, the new Jerusalem, with the sure hope of immortal and eternal life. To our victorious Christ, the conqueror of death, be the power, the glory, and the worship forever to the ages of ages. Amen.